92.9 The Hog. Do it every uh, Thursday at 4. Talk fantasy football week three of the NFL season. Kamish, welcome. I'm going to turn it over to Team Aaron McGronkout, which is the Mandy Mitch-led team in our Hog Milwaukee radio group, Fantasy Football League, because, uh, Kamish, I don't know if you knew this, they've been kind of bickering about their lineup. And I said, wait, just wait till wait till Thursday, wait till Thursday, save it for the air on Thursday. And here we are. So let's talk some fantasy. I'm shocked you guys aren't aren't in lockstep on your roster. Well, I mean, we're Mandy picked the team. She did a great job. I asked her to pick a couple of people, which she may have anyways and probably would have because she's a fantasy player. Uh, But what I told you, what I asked you nicely, Mandy, was... First, you never asked me anything (laughs) nicely. I believe you were, you didn't obey me, was the quote at the end of the show yesterday. You didn't obey me. I didn't say that. people came to me after the show saying... Is he serious? Wait, did, did, he wait, did really I say that say on the air? That you didn't obey I didn't, him? I didn't say that on the air. Yes, you did. Did I really? Born. It does sound yes, like did. something you would say. You said it at the end of the show yesterday when we said, we'll have the commission on tomorrow, 4 o'clock, and talk about your fantasy. You said, you didn't obey me. Do you know and that? And Mandy checked out. I don't blame her. I wouldn't um, stand for that either. When I, when I married Debbie Sue in the vows, honor, love, and obey used to be in there years ago. That, that was in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the woman to say that her vows would be to honor, love, and obey her husband, and then the husband was to cherish, blah blah. But he what the obey thing was just for the women back then. That's that's the era I'm from. So mm-hmm. sometimes I use that word. I won't Excuse use me. it. There's uh, a spider literally hanging from my microphone here. Born it's it. not. A- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it was like, what's that in my? Is that a wolf? Hole? Was it a giant wolf spider? So. Was it, or was it spiders because they eat all the other gross stuff? I shouldn't, but it's right in front of my face. Anyway, now I'm back in. <laughs> yeah. So sorry about saying obey. Did I honestly say that on the air? Yes. Mm-hmm. Obey me. Yeah. I won't, I'm not supposed to use that word. It was taken out of wedding vows, unless your your merit pastor, priest, minister mm-hmm. will willingly put that in. Otherwise, it's just taken this out. This is actually a fantasy football segment. Yeah. So let's get to it. So you didn't obey me because, <laughs> because I here's what I said. I said pick Gronk because I want the name to be in there. Well, if we'll you use don't Gronk play in a game, him, but then, then he needs to get out of the namesake. It can't be Aaron McGronk yeah. out if we're not if we're yes you can Gronk. yes you can. Well, we now I will Gronk say this because, because he's worthless as as a commissioner and I have to like keep track of things. Guy who changes his guy or girl who changes their team name. Often throughout the season, no good. Super annoying. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Super Very annoying. annoying. Right. So, but also, Gronk stinks. He, just I know, stinks. but I wanted I wanted him so we could put him in the Aaron my Gronk out team name. But don't start him. Which who, again, the team name to kind of stinks. Like it's not that great a team name where yeah. you like need to have it in there. Like the you more, can come up with something better. The more white claws you drink. Aaron McGronk out. Is, I do. I sounds, like your team name. It I, sounds better. I and chuckle better. when I see it on the screen. When I look at when I'm following on set, uh, Sundays, I. I but like does it that mean lap, you're so. married to Gronk for the season now? You can't drop him. Uh, I think he is going to come on. But Mandy, did you pick? Okay, so did you I not pick a second uh, yes, tight end? I have a second tight end. Put um, him in. Well, I I <laughs> did. But here's what's going to happen is Gronk is going to fire off one of these weeks. I'm not going to have him in, and then we're going to be back in this situation. How long do we give him? Here's I am the not deal, that right? shallow. Because <laughs> Okay. So we, we were giving Tampa 
uh, a try. We're like, okay, Tampa and Gronk back together. They're going to be creating some magic. And Tampa not great in week one. Week two, better. So, well, what do we do? Is Gronk just hopeless this season? Let's ask Kamara. If you're committed to holding him, which is a mistake, you can't start him until he's good. Sure, you're going to miss out on the week he's finally good. Here's what's going to happen. It's like Sammy Watkins every year. You wait until he has a good week. Then he has a good week. And you're like, oh, crap, I better play him now. Then you put him in your lineup. And what does he do the next week? Nothing. He stinks again. He is a but he's an old tight end. I already said him. He's not playing this week for us. It's not happening. No. He ruined us last week. I don't think you should. I'm not a believer that you should carry two tight ends to begin with. I think those are roster spots that are better left to and you can you pick know, up someone. Backup running backs who might get a shot when the starter gets injured, like Mike Davis in Carolina this weekend. Who's our Who's our other tight end? Just right offhand, we'll Hawkinson. Get... Yes, Aaron Mahawkinson out. Aaron Mahawk out. Aaron Mahawk out. Aaron Mahawk out. I don't know. That ain't bad. It's not terrible. Aaron Mahawk out. Okay, bad either. But like, we can't change. <laughs> I, mean, I don't. It's the same thing, basically. So you look. You got two titles. Okay, that the okay. name works. So. I, don't, I don't hate we, it. Can we change the name from Gronk to Hawk? Hawk. It's I mean, about the you same. Can, you know, I won't same. be changing it until you can change your name as much as you want. Number one, it's annoying. But number two, if you are going to do it, at least you're changing it to something that's like the same, pretty similar. Yeah, where I look right. at the team name and I think, oh, that's still Mandy and Mitch. Okay, I think that's you're swip, you're swapping out the third word or. Or the yeah, the third word, three out of four words there. Bringing up the everything rear. else is the same. I think it's Gronk, fine. Honk, Hawk. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? I don't even know the guy. What's his name? T.J. Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. T.J. Hawkinson. That's Got him. it. Aaron Mahawk out. It sounds pretty good. <laughs> to be to careful. Me. It, it's not terrible. <laughs> float, <laughs> float on a dump button. Let's just let's just wait till wait till you say that. Uh, Commission, lots of injuries. We talked about that on Monday. Coming back from the league, every time I look at his mouth move, he's gonna say it. I'm just oh, being I careful. I, I just stopped it. myself before I said it. Um, <laughs> who? So, which of these big waiver wire pickups that everyone scrambled to get and probably overpaid for uh, could actually have a decent week this week? I think Mike Davis has the clearest path to actually being good. The the other guy I like a lot is Daryl Henderson in Los Angeles. I don't think Akers is going to play. They think Malcolm Brown's going to suit up, but you know if he aggravates that finger again, or if uh, if Daryl Henderson gets going, I think they're just going to ride him this week. The guy that everybody paid for that I think is a huge mistake is Devontae Freeman. I mean, this guy's been out of football, no training camp, doesn't know the playbook. Granted, how hard is it to learn how to run off tackle? But, look, he's in New York with the Giants. They're a bad team, number one. Number two, he's in a timeshare with two other running backs, Wayne Gallman and Deion Lewis, both who have already been there. And number three, that offensive line was struggling to open holes for Saquon Barkley before this even happened. So I wasn't about to break the bank on Devontae Freeman because, truthfully, I think he's a major bust this week. I think Deion Lewis or Gallman are better plays just because they've been there. Now, that's not to say that by the end of the year, Devontae may end up being the best back. But what does the best running back on a 4-12 and team really do for you? You know? So, I don't love Freeman this week. I think those other guys, you know, Davis and uh, uh, Henderson. And I think a sneaky guy who's available still in a lot of leagues is Jeff Wilson for San Francisco. You know, Mostert's not practicing. Coleman's not practicing. They're both likely out. That leaves McKinnon and Wilson. Now, McKinnon is more your scat back, your third down back in the pass game. Jeff Wilson is a guy that some of the beat writers out in San Francisco are saying that they might just let him tote the rock, and he's always been good around the goal line. So 
you know, that's more of a, I don't know if I'd try them out there in, you know, a 10 or 12 team league, but in terms of like a daily fantasy thing, your fan duels and draft kings of the world, I might take a flyer on Jeff Wilson and try to get a cheap running back who goes off for a couple scores. Hog head to head is where we'll pick fantasy players in a given uh, position. You align yourself with the top scoring pick out of our four and uh, we'll get you a prize. Ozzy and five finger death punches latest albums. No winner last week. Uh, so sorry, Nate uh, in Milwaukee who went with, we did, Top scoring running backs went with Ezekiel Elliott, came in second. Old Mitch is having a nice fantasy <sighs> year in our pick'em though every week, uh, as Christian McCaffrey did, even getting with getting hurt and now out for a number of weeks, the top scoring back last week. So let's do wide receivers. Field is open. Mitch, it's your first pick. Who do you like? Can I ask who uh, DeAndre? <sighs> I, I, then I'll I'll pick. I won't ask. I don't know if you want to ask. Are you going to obey? Yes, I will. If you well, you, I'm going to ask you what the matchups are. DeAndre Hopkins, who are they playing? Detroit at home. There you Detroit. Go. Okay, that's as far as I need to go. Then Detroit. Detroit's not. Now that the season started, you said earlier they stink. You yeah, might, they look terrible. So they're not as good because we both when we talked off the air a couple weeks ago before this started, you said Detroit might be. You know, Stafford can still sling it. Yep. So not good. They're not, not good. Gonna... No, I mean, Patricia has just fumbled this thing away. I mean, they have a talented roster, but... wonder why they can't get it together. It's lack of coaching. I, I, lack of cohesiveness I, between the... I put it to yeah. coaching because, I mean, I don't know. Stafford's like... When this is all said and done, I mean, Stafford's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, his numbers are insane. So... You've had a Hall of Fame quarterback for like 12 years or something. With and the you, losing... And you can't don't ever even win figure, a playoff game. No, you can't figure it out. That's insane. Like, no wonder Calvin Johnson retired. Like, Stafford should have gone with No him. wonder Barry Sanders just walked off the team. All right. Always been like that. There, Commissioner so next. <laughs> um, Barry Sanders. Uh, Favorite running oh, back ever. It has nothing Barry to do with what we're talking about. Just by the way. Um, Lions we were talking about. I guess. I guess. It's tertiary at best. Oh, I wa- wait. I got to do one more thing. Brad Sullivan, we met him. I went to Next Step, that, that program that I go to and help out the guys. He told me to pick DeAndre Hopkins, and he's uh, he's listening right now with with some of the clients there. So, thanks, Brad, for the pick. Okay, go. All right, I'm going to take somebody a little bit off the beaten path, but I think it's going to be a shootout with the Cowboys. I'm going to take DK Metcalf. This guy's been on fire to start the season, and I think this is the week where he proves either he's going to be a real elite wide receiver one in fantasy. Or if it's going to be more of a one week he's boom, one week he's bust. So I'm taking DK Metcalf. I think he just looks he he roasted Stephon Gilmore from New England last week. Home against the Cowboys. Want to be a fun one too, Mandy? You're next. Uh, I'll take Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill Monday night. Tough matchup against Baltimore. Should be a fun game too. Well, they finally got a decent game on Monday night. For yeah, Monday it's night. Be good. Uh, I'm going to, for fun, <laughs> I was kind of there with you, Kamish, but I'll go with the guy on the other side and go with Tyler Lockett because I like that game in Seattle, too. There I was like, I was going to take one of the, whoever was left on there because we don't know. We'll talk about the Sunday night because Michael Thomas, Devontae, right, those guys right. going to play. We'll talk about that next. So stay away for that one. So we got two Seahawks, Russell Wilson, pitching the rock around to see who catches more. So who do you like to score the most fantasy points this week? DeAndre Hopkins, DK Metcalf, Tyree Kill. Tyler Lockett, 414-799-1029. More with the commish next. It's the Hog. Lana, thank you very much. You can go to 1029thehog.com. Play Bob and Brian's Pigskin Picks to score $25 gift cards from the Cellar Pub and Grill. 
a $25 auto detailing gift card to Tender Car Collision and an oil change kit from Proven Power and a season grand prize winner going to Vegas. Thanks to Savalia Financial Advisors. Also submit your sausage recipe to be the monthly hog sausage at Beat Your Meats. Your recipe is chosen. You'll score five pounds of your sausage. Doing hog head-to-head fantasy football with the commission every Thursday at 4. Dave in Waterford, our contestant this week, going with Tyler Lockett, one of the two Seahawks on the board. Uh, he outscores DeAndre Hopkins, DK Metcalf, his own teammate, and, and Tyreek Hill. Uh, Dave will win the prize of Ozzy's Ordinary Man and Five Fingers F8 album. Uh, no one taking Michael Thomas, who didn't practice again today, Kamish. Looks like he's going to be out for that Packers-Saints uh, game Sunday night. Yeah, it's trending that way. You're going to have to watch it up until the noon kickoff, I would think, on Sunday morning. But he's not looking like he's going to play, and Devontae Adams is seriously in doubt. And no one took, no one looked at him in our thing either. You know, I think we know the the Packers have been historically, meaning the last three or four years, very cautious with injuries, especially with hamstring injuries. I would bet that they're probably going to sit him, which I'm not a big fan of, just from a fantasy perspective, but. He probably needs to sit, which really vaults MVS and Lazard up the rankings. Uh, and I wonder if Rodgers would try to either get, will they get Aaron Jones more involved or will they try to get the tight ends more involved? I think at some point this year, I think Bob Tanyan's going to have a pretty big game. I just don't know when it's going to be. Is uh, Drew Brees, I don't say done, but heading that way? Man, he doesn't look, doesn't look right. He's going to have some games yeah. this year where you think he's really good and you're really impressed. I don't think this weekend's going to be one of them. I think the Packers' defense is pretty dang good. Uh, they finally have built from the trenches and got that front seven to a place where it's pretty pretty formidable. So Breeze, is he's not done, but this is probably his last year, and I do think he's going to have moments where you say, where you say man, that's Drew Breeze. Like, it's amazing he's doing this at his age. But he's also going to have a lot of weeks where you're just like, geez, it just doesn't look like. Remember Peyton Manning that last year? They won the Super Bowl in Denver. Week after week, you're just like, man, this, this guy just doesn't look like Peyton Manning. You know, yeah, they're still, like they're the... still playing winning football. Right, right. And I think it's, you know, how the Saints do is going to deter- be determined by can Sean Payton adjust and learn how to call a game to Drew Brees' strengths, which has, which has never been arm power to begin with. It's all about accuracy and timing. So I think getting Michael Thomas for them after week four or week five is going to be very big. Are the Saints doing no fans, or are they having people in there? No Do fans. No fans. No fans yet. So you know, like Packers going down there, no Michael Thomas, Drew Brees looks old, and no fans, no crowd noise to contend with in that dome. Yeah, it's different for sure. It's not nearly as intimidating as going down there with a full stadium. Right. I mean, that's for sure. I think Rodgers would say the same thing about week one in Minnesota. You know, like it's just not the same. Are we going uh, no fans with the domes? Is that, is that what you're finding no, in week Cowboys three? had... Um, some, some fans. Yeah, they, they, had, added they had like 20,000. Yeah. No, it's really just everyone's kind of flying by the seat of their pants yeah. on So that it, thing. it's the organizations that are choosing. Is that Correct. what you think? Correct. And I think like the Packers came out at the start of the year and said, look, we're having no fans all year. They just said it. Some teams have been saying, we might allow fans later in the year. We're going to play it by ear. I think what the Packers did was smart because if you tell everybody no up front and then like later on, like week 10, you get to let in 20,000 people. You look like a hero. Did they say no, or I thought they said no for the first two for sure, and then I thought they, they reevaluate. Said no. I thought they said no all year. Well, they didn't. They didn't actually say no all year because I didn't get, think so. Yeah, do you, I don't know. Because I got something in the mail, season ticket holders, 
and it said, if we have a scaled-down version of the capacity, whatever that may be, I don't think they gave a number. And I, they may have given a number of 25,000 from what I remember. I don't. Well, but they depend. said, would you be willing... Would you be willing to do that, or should we take you off the list and let someone else out of the 85000 okay. So that was early, though. That was before, I'll say that was July, okay. late July. There's no rhyme, but I will say there's no rhyme or reason to what stadiums are allowing and what aren't. I mean, it depends on what your state government is saying and, you know, what's allowed, what the COVID numbers look like in your area, but, you know, the numbers change all the time. I mean, Wisconsin's been way up there the last, you know, for the past week, but it doesn't seem like quite as big a deal as it was in March just because everyone's sick of talking about it. Yeah, right. You know? Do you find uh, players are negatively affected by no fans, or do you think it's a non-factor? To me, it eh. seems like a non-factor. I thought it would be a little – I don't know what I thought I think it would be. I the play is a lot better than I thought. That's what I'm saying. So far with no preseason – and just a weird situation. I thought, I think the, it, I thought yeah. the football's been actually pretty good. It lends itself to, I think I think the trend has been that the offenses are ahead of the defenses. And I think that because well, that, there's no crowd noise to contend with, I think that's aiding to that conclusion. And that you bodes know? well for viewership. As far a- absolutely. as watching, absolutely. watching a defensive stalemate sure, sure. is, is great. But it's not as fun as watching a forty to thirty nine game. Right. Like I think the the numbers from the Monday nighter were like way up over week two last year. So it's just uh you saw a lot of guys get hurt in week two, so that's with what kind of shape or and whatnot and if that continue, yeah. was that a fluke for that week? Yeah, an we'll aberration see. we'll, we'll, and we'll see, see going as forward. The season goes on if top guys keep getting knocked out. All right, should be fun though, Sunday night commission. We'll reconvene Monday. All right. And break it all down and do fantasy every Thursday at four. With Hog Head to Head, 1029 The Hog.